Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, and welcome back to the Mass Singer Rahapa podcast, where this week, unlike any other week, it is time to talk about a holiday sing-along spectacular. As you can tell by the sound of my voice, I am very excited to be covering this titillating television series. I am your host, Puya the Stockings and Vakili. Very excited to talk about songs done and redone with karaoke words underneath so stoked but not as stoked as the next person not as stoked as my right hand partner in crime with regards to podcasting about the mass singer and real life it's liana the ornament boris liana how are you doing today light me up baby let's go <laughs> yeah uh i did not expect this to be as holiday themed as it was I don't know what I expected. Um, that was obviously a no brainer considering they've done Halloween episodes and Thanksgiving episodes. Yeah, this, um, you know, this was uh, an episode of The Mass Singer that we watched. And um, I guess we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And let me just say right out the gate, it's absolutely fascinating to me that when the show had the word holiday in holiday sing along, you did not think it would have as much holiday in it as it did. <laughs> I'm not really a reader. Okay. Did I see that it said holiday sing along spectacular? And, but this was very holiday themed, very festive, you know, I'm not, you know, a lot of us can't travel for the holidays and won't be seeing our family. So I actually normally am quite the Scrooge when it comes to Christmas, but I've already put out all the Christmas decorations, all the holiday decorations. And it was, you know, it was nice. I appreciated it. Yeah. I mean, for someone who hasn't really celebrated Christmas like that before, I could see, I could feel the, the, the spirit, as they say. Um, yeah, it was, it was OK. Uh, ultimately, what, what's so funny? Yes, feel on the spirit, as they say. That is what they say. <laughs> I know. You're like immersed in Judeo-Christian world now. Welcome. <laughs> I mean, I've been here, but I've never like walked. I've I've like walked by the building. I've never <laughs> went inside. Been in the building, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, let's let's also be be real to ourselves. This was a filler episode trying to gap the uh, final six to three to then having the finale. 
So to me, I tried to note the number of times I did indeed sing along, and it was much less than the previous sing along spectacular. I think having how the many new was songs, it? three times you sung along thrice. Yes. I sung along zero times. Well, one of us was touched a little bit more by the spirit than others. Well, I don't know <laughs> if that's what you wanted to say, but sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. So um, when Crocodile did Silent Night, I sang along to that. That's probably my favorite Christmas song. So I was very excited that the Crocodile did that. Also, when they did the repeat performance of The Serpent with the uh, 500 miles from the Proclaimers. And then what was the other one? Oh, uh, Bleeding Love. Those are the songs that I sang to. Also, nice. Mark Sanchez is like actually kind of a good singer. And I'm still shocked by that fact. Why are you hung up on Mark Sanchez? I don't know, because it's like the whole reason the mass singer it was the same reason why um, I feel like Chloe Kim, I could have seen her moving on because it feels to me more like the definition of the mass singer, where it's an mm -hmm. unexpected person that performs really well. Someone who's excels in a different area, like completely unrelated to singing, yet is quite good at it. So. Yeah, I mean, this was a good reminder of, you know, this cast may not have been the like biggest named cast, but they had some pretty decent surprise people. Like, I did not think you could do it, but damn, you could. So interesting. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, so I guess in terms of like other things that I noted from this, I love the fact and I think you'll appreciate this too when Nick Cannon said that that was as lit as Rudolph's nose I took the time <laughs> stamp down, I was going to pull out the audio and then I thought, <laughs> no, I don't want this on my computer <laughs> I know, but we need it I Not often am I going to say it's as lit as Rudolph's nose I you I have one phrase with the word lit in it and you know what phrase that is already. Yeah. Home yeah. is where the candle is lit and so am I. That's right. That's a direct <laughs> quote I'll have you know. Puyazan Wakili did that. That is not a thing that exists anywhere else. I put it on my quote board once. It's very inspirational. It really is. And I and I feel like I'm I'm like triple claiming it because it sounds phenomenal and only me made it. No one else made it. I like to interpret it as your home should be your sanctuary and create yes. space for yourself that makes you feel lit. What? Yeah. What does feeling lit mean? I feel like some people <laughs> might be like lit is like, you know, you're at the club and you're having a couple drinks or you're sparking up. No, to me, lit is a state of mind and it's a uh, happy, positive yep. state of mind. And you only have that when you're in an environment where your candle is lit because that's home. You're not lighting a candle in the middle of the street, um, typically. So mm -hmm. it's going to be at your home. So, yeah. Yeah. And that was what when you originally tweeted lit, that's that was the interpretation for sure. That's right. right. That's yes. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the Mickey Rourke self-unmasking right. also yeah, go ahead. came across as like, I was, I was, oh yeah, that happened. It feels like such a fever dream and rewatching it happen where he just tossed the mask aside so casually and nonchalantly like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Mickey Rourke was on this show. Like, I will was, like, never live that down. Um, uh, <laughs> the yeah, because he didn't want to be there. <laughs> it was so bad. So oh, bad. Um, yeah. So, so obviously, you know, it's very clear. This is going to be a shorter recap portion episode. We have a bunch of questions from the audience that <laughs> don't have much to do with the podcast, but we'll put that at the end. Um, but uh, and uh, yeah, so I feel like from the top, let's talk about how. <laughs> 
No. Yeah. Let's talk about how heavily featured Seahorse was in this whole episode. I feel like the producers felt bad. Yeah. Someone <laughs> asked us a question of like, is this like, is this them pushing a not like this was our favorite, but that they got unmasked? Like, I think that Seahorse was obviously, we, we know she's phenomenal. Tori Kelly did really good on the night. She did. Um, she was the only I think is she the first person to have like a complete song unmasked and not from when she got unmasked. I mean, Ken Jong. He wasn't a mass singer, though. OK, so from the contestants who came back and performed unmasked. Yeah, I yeah, think Corey Kelly is definitely the first. Also, it allowed her to give her cross promotion with her new album. So I think mm-hmm. this is definitely a thank you for being on our show. We're so sorry you didn't make the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I will never get over how dirty they did group B. Like if you straight up split those three into three different groups, they might all be in the finals. Like there's a decent chance of it. Yeah. With the son being the only other person in contention, in my humblest of opinions. I think the other thing that. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Although, although what? We'll talk about the although later in the in the recap. Oh, okay. Well, although no, um, I was just going to say that I feel like this episode re-solidified that I think the sun will probably win. I think mm-hmm. I would have almost perf. I don't know. I feel like the final three of a seahorse sun showdown with then the crocodile is kind of the, I don't want to say the outsider, but the one that's distinctly different because yes. the sun and the seahorse are super strong Mm-hmm. singers and then not that the crocodile's not a strong singer but he's definitely more on the razzle dazzle side and so it's like oh are they gonna split the votes the, you know the women gonna split the votes i feel like that's almost a little bit more even where yeah. this i think is i just think the sun is the runaway winner with the croc is perhaps a close second i mean that's the that's how i thought of it coming into this episode this night um I feel relatively different. I think the sun is still the clear cut favorite to win for me. Mm -hmm. 100%. I might as well jump all around because this episode was a bit of a mess. After listening to what I would argue is the mushrooms best performance yet, which was like stupidly in the sing along. Mm -hmm. This Christmas song of the mushroom. I thought was so good. And I was like, if the mushroom pulls up with that magic, on the night of the finale, the mushroom could be a sneaky win here out of nowhere because that was unlike anything we've heard from the mushroom yet. And I was just absolutely shocked by it. I loved it. And I felt like, oh, this is the first time where I felt okay with the mushroom being here. Well, they're all really talented singers. Well, without a doubt. Without right, a doubt. So I don't yeah, I don't I don't really think that it's necessarily a question of, oh, well, we're not impressed with the mushroom because I think, you know, I have the mushroom on my team. I'm super happy the mushroom is on my team. And we saw Candy win last season when we thought she was definitely the third place finisher there. Right. But I would argue there that the reason we thought Candy wasn't going to win is because of what we had seen in patterns before. And also because it was like, well, someone like the frog type is getting love even though they're not really doing all that much in the singing department. And then the turtles, like the, the chalk pick, like makes the most sense for a winner. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't out to like night angel was putting out fucking hits. So oh, sorry. Um, I'll, I'll fix that. Um, uh, night angel was putting out hits after hits after hits to mm-hmm. me. Whereas mushroom has had very different versions of songs, but like 
some better than others and has not been always clear. So my I've said that the two times I've liked the mushroom was when the mushroom was in the SmackDown and here I thought was a very strong showing from the mushroom. So that's why I think the mushroom could on the night, but I ultimately still think it's the sun. I think that in a weird way, crocodile was always supposed to be in the finals, no matter how I look at it, but in varying levels of with an outside with a big outside chance to win, probably not going to win. Mm-hmm. I think Energy. the mushroom has had high highs and low lows, yes. right? So it's yeah. been like, oh my God, I'm blown away. This is amazing. And it's like, mm, creative choice. I love the creativity, <laughs> you know, but oh, maybe not in the execution. So I think we're in for a really fun finale episode. I think it's going to be two hours. Um, I believe so. I believe so. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, so that'll be good. I think it'll be a good wrap up of the season. And then we have a week off before the mass dance. Boom. Excited about that. Um, The more closer we get to the masked dancers, the more I'm like, we should just cover and watch it. But then I'm like, we should just watch it to start and see where it goes first. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> Let's not commit to anything. Yeah. Um, you, and if you want to find out if we are going to talk about it, obviously we'll put it on our socials and you can find it there. Okay. So um, right out the gate, the sun is the first one singing. I think this is the perfect person to start this off rocking around the Christmas tree. Um, what did you think of this performance? Yeah, no, it was good. I, I, I honestly, I don't have many like notes or many thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, My notes are one page long for this episode. Yeah, same. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fine. Um, I mean, she again, she's a super solid singer and it's a safe choice with the song. The weird backup dancers were freaking me out, like the chimney masks with the capture suits and the big bows. The, the fake audience shots for some reason seemed even weirder in this episode. <laughs> Um, so, because uh, you know, that was happening in concept. It's like, well, we know there wasn't an audience and you're putting in old seasons audiences. Yikes. Um, but then in this one, it's like, not only are you telling like, you're trying to convince me this is a fake audience. You're trying to tell me there's a fake audience who pulled up to mass singer knowing it was a Christmas special. So they're having Christmas in July or something. Like, I know that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but they do that. Right. Cause like, I guess they, they do. I never think of that. Yeah, of course. I mean, don't say of course, well, yeah, like it's a thing it. people know. <laughs> well, how do you think the Halloween? We know that the season filmed in like September, so how would the Halloween or August or whatever? So they filmed a Halloween episode and a Thanksgiving episode. But in order to think about that, I'd have to think about the mass singer outside of doing research <laughs> rather, and notes and the podcast. Sure. No, you'd rather just live under the magic of television. Yeah, well, I, I do like it like that. I yeah I like that song too. It's it's a great song. Shout out Pharrell and Gwen Stefani. Um, so the Christmas trees on the side, the CGI Christmas trees look very fake to me. Like more so than the other stuff they've CGI'd. It looked very fake. I don't like that. Um, I think they were going for that cartoon vibe though. Okay, then I that think, makes I more it sense. Was intentional. Yeah, I thought the present dancers that were in the background. Um, they I noticed they did the Carlton dance, so that was fun to see. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, ultimately, these were weird dancers. And then I thought the um, with the performance of the crocodile, the snowflake dancers with the cat faces is what I've written down here, Mm because I couldn't tell if they were like animal faces, but they were also weird. I'm telling you, these dancers face masks have gotten only weirder since we've started covering the show. I'm cool with it. 
Yeah, you're you're a fan of the weird, so it makes sense. Yeah, I like I like it. It's especially when you yeah. step you take a step back and you think about the show from a big picture perspective. It's super freaking weird, dude. Very weird. It's like it's one of those things where it's like I have to, you know, before it used to be I have to explain I'm covering them the Big Brother. I feel like it's infinitely harder to can like show someone a clip of the crocodile singing silent. I'd be like, I have to figure out who's behind this mask, but I was pay no attention to these cats in the background. I don't know. Somehow. Well, yes, that part is super weird, but the figuring out who the celebrity is, it's easily understandable because it's a puzzle. But anyway, right, we're not seeing anyone for the holidays, right? So we don't have to explain how our life is going yeah. Yeah, to what have disappointed you to? family members. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Especially my dad's side of the family. It's like, oh, we have the lawyer of the family. There's the 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 reporter who's on TV. My cousin who works for the Red Cro- International Red Cross. Like, they're all doing these things. We're like, uh, yeah. So we talk about the mass Singer. <laughs> I stream three times a week on Twitch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, I so my favorite of the holiday performances was definitely the crocodile silent night Mm -hmm. because that's one of my favorite Christmas songs. So I really enjoyed this one and I was happy and it was the croc and that was really sweet. So Mm -hmm. crocs got like again, crocs got a calming voice. I did love it as well. Um, and I have no complaints. I have no complaints about the the either of the performers from the night, like the Christmas songs of the night, because I thought the mushroom nailed it. I thought the crocodile nailed it and I thought the sun nailed it. So it made me again. Okay. I'm excited because it made me feel even though I don't believe it. It made me feel like anyone can win on Wednesday, which is what I like. Um, Singing the sun's probably going to win aside. The mushrooms performance, chestnuts roast down on open fire. Those mm-hmm. six gingerbread men were things oh, of yikes. nightmares. Those yikes. were terrifying. I don't know if it was because there were six of them that just made it very scary, but I felt like an army of gingerbread men was going to bust into our house and kidnap us or eat us or something. When I was watching this, I don't know why, but I felt like I was back cornered in an alley and they were approaching me and it was yes. terrifying yes oh my felt. gosh i got the same feeling too yeah more scary dude i, I mean, don't know if they like, were inflatable or what but it's because yeah. they have eye- the eyebrows make it infinitely scarier it gives them like human <laughs> characteristics and like it's that's fine but it's not fine when your fate like when you're eyes are looking hella shady and then there's six of you like there's too many oh, yeah, yeah. six was no. too many i think two yeah. i may have been okay with but six was an army and i didn't like it yeah so i'm uh, not a one is one is fine two is company three is an army and we don't like it mm-hmm. six is an army okay an army. Uh, yeah i nailed that okay mm-hmm. so <laughs> the how did you feel about the so these are the performances they chose to <clears throat> throw subtitles under aka make karaoke songs out of so we had um tori kelly's my heart will go on so yeah, that, was, that was that was a solid solid shout one thousand percent squiggly monsters i can't get no satisfaction yeah that was a good one mm-hmm. the snow owls is whatever that was i didn't write it down um wow i'm sorry i'm still I'm, i've been out on the snow owls um i did it's this did so nothing for the me they're the most christmas looking costume but like come on come um, on come on yeah and then oh and then we had our boy um they had a remix version which was basically here's some moments of him mass and moments of him unmasking the same song but we had i'm gonna knock you out by oh. one dragon 
Well, we had Taylor Dane with Domino also, by the way, was in there. Um, oh, yes. So, so the, the, when they said it was a remix, mm-hmm. what's the remix? Is it just I was like waiting. I was like, where's, is Pitbull going to come out? Like, is Daddy Yankee involved? No, it was just, it was literally the, the remix was, we remixed our footage into adding both mass and unmasked elements. Yeah, but it, yeah. it flowed. It was the same. It was just the song. Yeah. It was more of a video mashup, but that doesn't roll off the tongue as better as remix. I guess so. Video remix, though, could be fine. I just I felt like they set me up for a fun holiday remix. And that's not what I was given. I swear to you, I thought I didn't know which song, but I was like convinced that Busta was going to come out and sing All I Want for Christmas is You or something. And I was so ready. I thought it was going to be remixed with the holiday song too, that they got him no. back or they like filmed him in the back, you know, cause I'm sure they do a lot of this extra stuff just so that they have it or they plan to do a holiday special anyway. So yeah. And then, and then, then my, uh, my boy Busta yeah. wasn't part of the zoom reunion song, which made me sad. <laughs> no, he didn't get, what was it? Jingle bell rock that they did. Yes. Yeah. Lonzo ball sounded thrilled to be a part of Yo, that. Lonzo was like, <laughs> Hey, I got on mass. I have to go back to the bubble. The the seasons forget you. I'm not fine. What do you want me to say? Jingle bell swing and jingle bell sing. Bye. Okay, I'm <laughs> yeah, out. It was they got one line and Tori yeah. Kelly also all over it. The serpent was like featured so heavily, or serpent the um, seahorse. So she was yeah. she was there. Mark Sanchez got the same line, so maybe he can only sing that one line. Unclear. I- I thought maybe Mark Sanchez being crouched in the costume can't tell what the mouth's movements are, like the little puppet. Uh-huh. But Unmasked still can't still sync bad. himself up to the voice. So still <laughs> awful. Um, it's fine. We'll allow him. He's not a professional. <laughs> for, for someone who hand-eye coordination is key, I guess hand-mouth coordination is not something that he ever had to master. Well, he's so I also guess the butt fumbler. So like, oh, I don't that's true. So what is his? <laughs> right. Even that is challenged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then we got to get to the grand finale of the of the episode. Oh no. Rihanna. Oh no. It's Lil Ken Jong oh. <laughs> singing Lil Drummer Boy. Okay, so let me just take this one. So first of all, Ken Jong was on the Korean version of The Masked Singer. Um what? yeah, him and Ryan Reynolds also had mm-hmm. a like, like not as a um, main competitor, but uh, performed one song, got unmasked, whatever. So I knew that Ken Jong was actually a relatively decent singer. Mm-hmm. And so when I was like, oh, Ken Jong's going to perform, I was like, OK, this will be decent, whatever. Like, that's kind of funny that he's performing. As soon as it starts, OK, he sings the song Little Drummer Boy. You know this, Puya. But let me give the audience a little bit of insight into the song and my relationship with the song Little Drummer Boy. So my dad, sister and I have a competition every single year (laughs) to see who can hear Little Drummer Boy last. So if you hear it first, you are the first loser because the song is stupid. (laughs) I lost very cleanly all because of Ken Jong, And I have learned to recognize the first couple notes of Little Drummer Boy because of this competition that happens every year. And as soon as it started, oh no, my heart sank. Oh no, it's Little Drummer Boy. 
sung by Ken Jong of all people crushing my holiday dreams and my holiday spirit. The only thing I could think of was like, no, not like this, not like this. And so I messaged my sister. I was like, did you watch yet? Really hoping that she had watched it before me because then she would get spoiled. <sighs> no, it was me. I lost and Ken Jong ruined it for me. Here's the problem, too, is that it's really freaking catchy. It's a stupid song, but it's really catchy. And so now I've been singing it around the house all day. Oh, I'm so happy song. I was asleep until we recorded this podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, the morning was a bit of a mess. I was a bit of a mess this morning. I audibly started just this morning. Just well, in general, I when that. Oh, my gosh. Puya, I almost wish you had been there, though, because as soon as it, I was just like I was besides myself in complete disbelief that this was <laughs> happening to me. I watched this episode a couple of days before you and I knew this was going to happen to you and I did nothing to stop it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you didn't push me in front of the train, but you saw the train coming and you did nothing. How does Listen, the bystander effect feel, Puya? You bought a ticket to the train. You committed <laughs> to doing this podcast, so you have to watch all the footage. I didn't and know. I haven't like. I didn't know. I, your family doesn't know that I also play along, so I had lost in my head. I'm playing, and I lost. So I was like, if I'm losing, Liana's gonna lose. We're losing as a as a house. I know. All right. Well, we'll just lose together. It's fine. Well, oh. I don't really, I don't lose, but um, in this instance, I was very okay with uh -huh. taking, taking All you do is win, 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 no matter what. So yes, absolutely. Uh huh. One thousand percent. Anyway, that was brutal. So here we go. Liana lost. Little drummer boy. Fine, it's fine. <laughs> ba -ra -ba -pum -pum. Ba -ra -pum 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 indeed. Okay. <sighs> is there anything else you want to talk about with regards to this episode? That is. Oh, the only other thing is that I thought it was funny that the Blacks um, made their Lily Black, their daughter, do it with them. Their little holiday thing. And I was like, do you think she just like she wanted to do it? Or do you think she was kidnapped and told to do it? I'd like to know the answer to that. Same with Taylor Dane's son, Levi. And that's Levi it. Oh did not look too keen to be there. I don't also, know. Levi he looked more did... excited than Lily. Lily looked super upset to be there. <laughs> Levi sounded older than Levi is. How old is Levi? I don't know. It seemed like I think it was 17. I don't know. I don't know why I think 17. Levi Dane kid age? Kid age. Well, no, I mean like how do how do we know we're gonna get the right? Okay, Levi. I don't know. Doesn't I'm I didn't care enough to Google it, so <laughs> like she said he was like 15 or something. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. I wasn't paying attention. All right. I'm done. All right. That's all that's literally all I have. I'm done. Okay, I'm gonna quickly see what the questions were about the episode. We'll answer those and then I can be like, this is the cutoff for um, miscellaneous questions that we have gotten from the audience with regards to us. So Sophie asks, which sing along did you enjoy more each? So I think I would pick I'm going to give it to the mushroom because I know you're going to go with the crocodile, right? Yeah, I'm going to give it to Silent Night. I mean, if we're talking about the new performances, I'm probably going to give it to The Crocodile just simply because of mm -hmm. my history with the song Silent Night. If I, had to pick a, if I had to pick a performance that I that was one of the replayed ones, maybe Taylor Dane um, with Domino or The mm -hmm. Serpent, 
because I felt like that the 500, um, 500 miles, that was a really cool version that the serpent did. I think it was one of his first songs as well. So can't believe I that, was the, that was the first song. I'm pretty sure the first song. Yeah. I thought that was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed those. Yeah. I remember, I remember when we first heard the serpent and like the leap I made off the couch because I was like, yes, my first pick is good. This is great. I love this. I'm happy. So I definitely remember where I was. I remember. Yeah. yeah. You just uh, wasn't famous enough, I guess. Well, to some people. Okay. Um, the next question we have is, do you think the seahorse lost to the crocodile because of who he is? Did his IRL fans give him the win due to popularity? Is this something you subscribe to? Ooh, yeah, maybe. I mean, if we're going to say that the serpent went home because he's not popular, I think it's not a far cry to say, well, the crocodile stayed because he is popular. I mean, I don't think the votes had anything to do with it, though, because in order for the votes to have mattered, the people voting would have cracked who he is. Um, Mm -hmm. And ultimately, I think that if you, for example, right, let's play along and look at the finals right now don't i still don't really know who the mushroom is let's assume it's someone bigger but it the unmasking on a finale for me is weaker than the unmasking like the episode prior so Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know i i don't i don't subscribe to it but because also i personally believe that on the night the crocodile had the better performance even though i think the seahorse is like immensely talented right I yeah I I would agree with that I mean I think though it's interesting because it felt like Tori Kelly knew who the crocodile was when she was Mm -hmm. talking about him and so you know who who knows maybe other people could have figured it out too although she's been consistently performing with him yeah yeah, exactly I I, I think it's just the way unfortunately the group's broke down and the way that they decided to do it I mean obviously you know the amount the the producers are only going to know how good the contestants are going to be sort of generally, right? They can't predict then how well they're going to succeed when they're on the show. Maybe somebody flops, right? So they probably tried to organize it as best they could, I guess. I don't know. Hopefully next year we'll get more with season five being renewed. Hopefully we'll get more mix-ups instead of being so rigidly fixed in these groups. I would hope so. I would hope so. I remember seeing the format for the mass dancer somewhere and I was equally like, what, why are you doing it this way? I think Mm -hmm. they're doing it the exact same way of, they're going to go down to six and then from six to three. Yeah. So but that, I mean, I, the thing is, is those that I can understand the restrictions because of COVID I'm saying like once COVID lifts and, gotcha. and people get vaccinated and we can sort of return to life as normal. Then I hope that that also means that we will return to a less group rigid format for the mass singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't like group rigid formats. <laughs> I, I don't even know if that's language. But. I mean, it's it's words put together to form a sentence <laughs> that I worded out. You have definitely <laughs> taken some words and mashed them all together and good for you. Mashed potato sentence. Okay. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. So now we have a bunch of other questions. These are like more mask Singer adjacent, so I'm fine bringing them up here. Um, who should go from mask Singer to Dancing with the Stars? This is from Edmo. Ooh, who in general? I, I mean, I think that there have been a lot of dancing performers that we've mm. seen. So like Bow Wow, for example. And that's who I was one. thinking of. <laughs> yeah, that I think would be really great to see. I don't think the crocodile would ever uh, make that transition. Has Wayne Brady been on the I, dance entity stuff? <laughs> I thought about him, but then I thought, I, th- I feel like he must have already potentially. He'd be too good. I want someone who's like not good, but also not known for it, if it makes sense. Like someone who's like, you wouldn't see them on the cast, like, oh, they've got a good shot. Like that kind of vibe. Maybe Mark Sanchez. Oh my no. <laughs> you are giving Mark Sanchez way more work than he deserves. Hey, maybe he's got <laughs> hidden more hidden talents that we don't know about. I'm just still like no one guessed Mark Sanchez. Come on. Yeah. Like well, his hidden that. talent was a little bit of singing. It definitely was not ventriloquism. So No, no. That okay, yeah. yeah America's next next best dance ventriloquist. That definitely not. Definitely not for him. I don't know. That's fine. You know what? Throw um just because I know it's going to happen. I, I'm not even going to pretend that this is just me. This is going to happen. White Tiger is going to end up on the Dancing with the Stars. Gronkowski is going to end up on Dancing with the Stars. It's just a matter of when. Mass dancer. I hope not. I. Do you think they would double dip? Oh, one trillion percent. Because. Yeah, they're two different shows technically, and the only the only person who's in both worlds is Ken Jong, who's got the guessing ability of a sponge. So I don't think he's going to like, be like oh, I know who this is because I've seen them before. That's not going to happen. I think one thousand they're going to double dip, mm. one thousand at least okay. once, twice, thrice. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll have to see. We'll have what about to Frankie Grande? <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at you segueing to the photo you sent me. Yes. Okay. So was I creeping on Taylor Dane's Instagram to try to find her son? Yes. That's that's weird. I can't believe I just said that. I I erase this from the history of podcasts. Yeah, when I go back to erase myself cussing. Um uh I found a picture of her and Frankie Grande. Okay, that's all. That's that's the announcement. Um You really built it up and then didn't deliver there. I know, but what was I supposed to say? They went to the opening of Rock of Ages last night and saw Frankie J. Grande. Frankie J. He's a ray of light. Frankie J. I feel Grande. like Frankie J. Grande could end up on The Masked Dancer while we're at it. That's what I'm saying. I feel like if Dr. Elvis can be on The Masked Singer, then who knows? Why not? I mean, he was on Big Brother. Liana, why are you still dunking on Dr. Elvis? He's gone. <laughs> I know. I got to feel bad now. It's like kicking the serpent while he's down. Sorry, buddy. I feel like, yeah, I feel like you're kicking him more than you kicked um, Jordan Woods. If you get famous for being on a show that then you compete on, there's something just incestuous about that that I don't appreciate. Some people argue that he was he went viral before the show. That's, That's how the true. show found him. I mean, imagine that. Wow. 
He had I know. Tens he's a great, of you know what? And he's a good singer. And seeing the performance again, I was like, man, yeah. he's a really great singer. And he's that was amazing. Cool and ugh, this season has been really good. Yeah, it's been on a low key. It's been really good. You know what? You know what? While we're still in the in the mass singer portion of this podcast, let's talk about Group A versus Group C. The debate that really got the most engagements out of anything we've done this season of the mass singer. Um, the polls are in, and the people have spoken, and we were right. We were right. Group A is stronger than Group C. We know. Oh, yeah, we 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 were right. Yes. Yes, we were right. We were. So here's why I say we. Because according to one of the responses, I had said that Group A was stronger in one in a previous podcast. And then yes, I, for some reason, that. went back on it. Listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It was a late night. I was doing this. We were talking about it. I saw my argument. And I think that if we still rank them all, maybe the averages come out of my favor. But I'm willing to say that Group A is better. We can move on. I heard y'all. And uh, yeah. There, we're there. We're there. I appreciate y'all giving your opinions and sharing your thoughts so passionately, but I'm sorry it took me making a mistake that got you there. <laughs> <laughs> I just love our audience so much. They know what's up. They know what is up. What up? Okay. Uh, that, that is up. Okay. Time is up on the Mass Singer portion of this podcast. So, as you know, Liana and I, the last time we did this, we ventured in on more questions from the audience to make sure that, you know, we they do a filler episode. We're going to do a fuller episode. But when I say filler, it's more like we're answering questions about ourselves with y'all. So, Liana, we got a bunch of those questions. Are you ready to find out? Because I, I asked you not to look at the questions, right? That's Are you right. ready to yes. find out what the folks at home want to know? Yes, my candle went out, so I just relit it. So the home is where the candle is lit. And so am I. Let's do this, maybe. Right. Okay. Let's do it. So first question. Will I can see your voice come back for a second season? And would you watch if it did? Ooh, do I think it'll be back for a second season? I think uh, I'd need to go take a look at the numbers. My guess... <laughs> my guess no. would be no, but no. <laughs> but to be honest, I, Fox keeps shows running that don't do well and cancel shows that are great. So you never know with Fox. Yeah, I I feel like the easy choice is to say no, um, especially if um, I just I just don't know. I think Ken fatigue is around the corner and they've got him on three shows like there's just no way Ken has the facilities to be on three shows as a panelist. Right. Uh, all right. So let's take a look at the ratings and see what we can see here. So the mass Singer season four, um, I'm looking at the latest episode. OK, well, the holiday spectacular, I don't know if that counts, uh, was a one point one ratings share whereas the so i think i can see your voice was 0.8 you're literally reading it off a website how are you still getting the name wrong i'm i'm reading it was december wait december 9th what was the night oh yeah because they did a different oh yeah 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 okay so i think less people tuned in i mean it's not doing that much worse compared to the mass singer i mean they definitely lose probably about 33% of the audience, which is notable. 
But who knows? I mean, they could just throw it on. I don't know. The thing is, is that Mass Singer has already been announced for to get a second season, whereas this one hasn't, which makes me uh, a little bit shy on it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just I feel like they needed a stopgap. This was a stopgap. I think the gap is gone and I think they're going to find better stuff to fill the time slot with. Yeah, I think they're willing to experiment, obviously, because they're doing mass dancer as well. So I think they're mm-hmm. sort of exploring this whole universe and then they're throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Do you think we end up in a world where the mass singer and the masked dancer are running at the same time or do you think yeah. they're going to be like there's a gap like singer finished okay dancers back on dancer finished okay singers back on like do you think they're going to alternate them like the bachelor and the bachelorette they or like 90 day yeah <laughs> maybe <laughs> if the mass dancer ends up being pretty successful I, I mean honestly i don't even think that they thought that the mass singer was going to be successful it was shoved in january february of mm-hmm. what 2018 and no 20- 2019 no freaking way. 2019? Yeah. Yeah, yeah 2019. Okay, two years ago. Okay, yeah, it's 2020. <laughs> okay, whatever. Anyway, the whole point is, is that I don't think that they really had, it wasn't this big thing, right? It was a sort of weird little show that ended up being pretty successful. And maybe they're hoping to find that with one of these other, these other shows. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to complain. I'm willing to give the dancer a shot. I've, I've been less low on it um because I've, I've expressed the worry about hey are we going to oversaturate the mask market and then there's going to be fatigue and then we're going to be over the mask singer especially because this has been we haven't even hit two years and we've already got four seasons with a fifth on the way you know it's a lot but mm-hmm. if the dancer works i'm okay to keep it but then after that please do not add another one like what are you going to do next like we've done singing dancing masked actor like they're going to do skits as masked people like i don't know if that's going to work at all but do they get do they get their voice modulated? Probably. I saw in one of the clips, did you see how um they're gonna have they have like this thing called like the word, I think word something. And the dancers get they say one word yeah. unmodulated as a clue. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So yeah. wild it's, stuff. Okay, so according to TV series finale.com. <sighs> Kelly's take is that it will be renewed, but that we don't know yet. It has neither been canceled nor renewed for a second season. It's in limbo. It's in limbo. It's in limbo. It's, it's in, in limbo. purgatory. Purgatory. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the question for that. And then we go on to answer one of, I think John John has one more question. And one of John John's questions, supermarket sweep or weakest link, which is the best revival game show so far? Ooh, we haven't watched the weakest link yet. I have not. I've not watched the regular Weakest Link. I've only watched the Weakest Link um, when YouTubers have parodied it on YouTube and like done their own with their like crew or something. Oh my gosh. No. What was that woman's name? The woman who hosted it? The disapproving British woman. What was her name? I, I don't, why are you demanding it? For, I don't know. <laughs> her name. Yeah, I don't you know why. You watch it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just looking at the the rebooted version. How do I find that? Is she she uh, this? Okay, Anne so Robinson. Is that really her name? Yes. <laughs> Anne Robinson. Yeah. That's so the head of the chemical engineering department at Tulane. <laughs> well, she she's a woman of many hats, Liana. I know. I'm saying she can do it all. Yes, Anne Robinson. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So yep, style were of you big? 
on the weakest link or no? Yeah, I enjoyed the weakest link. So I remember visiting my sister and getting to watch the game show network and getting mm-hmm. to watch you know, old Nickelodeon game shows and stuff. So um, I watched a lot of those, but then also every once in a while they would have the more current, like, you know, weakest link or uh, who wants to be a millionaire. And so I would watch those as well. I quite enjoy game shows. I I enjoy game shows too. The older I've gotten, the more out I am on like trivia based shows because I'm not good at it. So it's like when I'm watching, it feels like I feel like I'm nodding along. Like, you know, if you are talking about science with your colleagues and I'm there, I'm nodding along. It's like, I don't hate this conversation, but I am also contributing nothing and I'm learning nothing. So it's not going to help me being here. So it's kind of that vibes for me. That being said, I do enjoy when people vote each other off because they feel weak. And I'm, I love when people feel um, done wrong as a result. So I'm a fan of that. Well, I, you mean like Survivor? Yes. Vote off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's a completely to me. Yes, I guess it's technically in the game show category, but it's a strategy competition game show whereas the weakest link you know it's like you said it's trivia and then every once in a while you say bank and i guess there's some strategy to when you bank the money if you you know if you don't think that you're going to get the question right or whatever but well, you got to bank before you hear the question right or something yeah, like that. yeah 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 so that accumulates yeah. you secure the accumulated money when you say bank and then mm-hmm. you get the question and then it can continue but it you you rebuild like you build up the amount of money I really enjoyed the weakest link. I think, okay, sorry, John, John, but we're not gonna be able to answer this question until I watch it. Although we have very much enjoyed the supermarket sweep thus far. I mean, I mean, I haven't the worst person to ask this question to, cause I've also only seen the revived version of supermarket sweep. I've never seen the original. Um, yeah, but I've enjoyed what I've seen from the, the revived. I like the concept of the show. I'm a, you know, I, I like to eat. I like, I go grocery shopping. So this is like right up my alley. I can play along. I like that. I have fun with that. Um, it's hard. I get passionate with some of this stuff and some people are hella stupid, but it's been fun. Oh, I don't think we've seen like the last four episodes probably at this point. It's a good show to watch when you're really tired for me. Cause I can't, yeah. my brain's like not fully working. And so it, <laughs> I can comprehend supermarket sweep, even if my brain's not fully working. Uh, we should hope so. <laughs> yeah. Which, well, versus like weakest link, Greg, if I can't think of the trivia, the answer to the trivia question. So, right. So we've got a couple more questions here. I'll just ask John John's second one. How would Pui and Liana do on an amazing race as a team? How do you think we would do on the amazing race? Well, given that I've heard you slander my name on another podcast when prompted to answer this question, I think we would do really flipping well. I think we would do fine. I think especially because a lot of the amazing race, especially current amazing race is based on how quick can you complete a particular task. And I think some of the tasks we would be very good at. I think other tasks though, we may struggle at. Um, But I think we're just not physical enough. I don't think to be able to compete with like the top tier teams. I don't know if I subscribe to that. You're saying physical enough. We don't know what you never know what the challenges are on any given season. So I feel like the top competitors this season, for example, are all still very physical. Also, we'd have to get you to work on maps a bit. Yeah, that's fine. I can work on maps. Um, Can you name one of the more physical tasks of this season? That you don't think we'd be capable of? Ge- I think it's in general. I think that it takes a lot of ener- consistent energy over the three week period. Like that's go, 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 go. Well, I, I think that 
you're supposed to approach this with a positivity and you're already skeptical, which is not going to end well for us. We legitimately applied to be on the amazing race and we went on the amazing race. You best believe I'm going to be like, we're going to win this thing because I also agree that you have to believe you have to believe in yourself and your team. Now, like, when asked objectively, <laughs> sitting at home with my candle, mm-hmm. no, I, I don't necessarily think that we would kick butt and take names. So, look, here's the thing: I'm I'm thinking of like one, like I, I I think the 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 water, not the water, the champagne bottle dance thing. I, I think that's a big struggle, probably. I think like that's one that would be hard. Um, but I feel like everything else, we have a decent shot at it. Also, who knows what the makeup of the cast is. I think we do pretty well. I do think that we will be fun in the sense that you would explode on me um, for not we, reading a map or yeah. not running fast so, enough to your standards. That's another reason why I would not want to do the Amazing Race because I am very intense as a human being. No, <laughs> stop it. What? I know, right? It's a big surprise. And I feel like that's maybe not necessarily the best situation to put myself in. We would be the problematic couple. Well, problematic in the sense that, like... I would be problematic. <laughs> right, in the sense that someone's like, oof. Like, they're, they're really fighting, huh? Yeah, or they're like, man, I hope he, like, can get away from her. <laughs> that, that would be what people would feel. I can already, I can just picture, I can picture, like, we're, like, a solid, like, let's say third place. And we've talked about this. We've, like, on the couch watching the seasons are like, listen, just don't be last. That's all that matters. As long as you're not last, you have a chance. So we could be third on, like, with eight teams left. And I can already feel your intensity of, like, Okay, we got to move faster. Move faster. Like, listen, we talked about this. We should remain calm. You're like, no, we need to run. No, okay. Song right there. Okay, well, so, okay. First of all, I don't appreciate this impression of me because if we were three out of eight, yeah, I'd be happy with that. But if you were dealing no. down and you weren't moving and moving slow, then yes, I would be like, dude, this is literally a race. By definition, a race. How do you expect to meet, beat Mike Bloom with that attitude? We have a question about that. I feel completely fine with being. Listen, here's the situation, Liana. When I have to be speedy, I will be speedy. When I have no reason to, I have no reason to. Like when we are I've walking. I've never seen you be speedy, though, for longer I, than maybe like 30 minutes. Okay. So I will argue that a race is not going to last 30 minutes with my blunt. Um, it is literally three weeks. No, but understand what I'm trying to explain to you, Liana, is that when has there been a moment where I've had to be speedy um, around here since you've known me? Know, are we, have you seen me playing soccer? Like, you haven't seen me play soccer. I right? know, but you've made this argument before of like, I can do it when I get there. And yeah. sometimes that doesn't up. work out for you. No, no. Some, no. No, no, sometimes it doesn't always work out for you. I'm just saying. They call me manual drive because I'm clutch, Holmes. You can't even drive a manual. I can't drive an automatic. That doesn't matter. That's not on trial here. (laughs) That's true. You can't drive either type of car. Yeah. I'll learn before the race because I don't want to be the map person. Oh, my gosh. I know. But like then... I just feel like there are some base skill sets that our team may be lacking. Like what? <laughs> like you being able to drive or read a map, 
those two things I feel like are like super I said, common. those are those are not like those are not like, oh, that we can't accumulate those. I can easily learn to do that. That is fine. OK, um, then what's stopping you? Well, first of all, right oh now, my God. how about this? OK, if that if this will help us get stuff done, let's apply for the amazing race and then you'll be motivated. <laughs> No, that's not a thing. That is not going to be the means to which super positive. I highly doubt that. Um, I highly doubt that. You're being super negative right now, and I don't appreciate that type of attitude. I just, I can already picture the episode. It's episode six, and (laughs) we're doing really well in the race. We've been like solidly in the middle. We're like got good relations going on with people, and you are yelling at me for not running to the mat fast enough and i'm like dude there's no one around us what's the rush and yeah it's not gonna end well there liana i think i can pick up these skills but as a unit we need to realize too that we're racing around the world and we are getting to do a once in a lifetime experience we need to enjoy the moment we need to stop and smell the roses when we have the wiggle room too when we have the cushion that's I have never debated when you have the wiggle room, but what I worry about is your judgment of what wiggle room, like when we have that wiggle room. Trust me. Uh, the problem like, yeah, is, we're ahead. We're going to be like the Guidos in season one where we get the fast forward and you're just like, I swear oh, we've watched 10 fun. seasons of a re we've rewatched 10 seasons now. And the only team you remember and keep referencing is the Guidos. I don't like <laughs> um, You keep bringing them up. I keep bringing them up. You're the one who always mentions them. No, um, yes. Liana, the problem here, this is where the problem lies, right? In our relationship, you know, a balance is key in a relationship. You come in with the high energy and like the, I've got this plan and I got to come in as like the, the second person, the, the, the co-captain, the sidekick, if you will. So when I am in a position where I can captain Phillips this and say, look at me, I'm the captain now. I do it and i do it well but in our relationship it doesn't ask for that that's why you've not seen that side trust me it's there i have actively given you multiple opportunities to be the i am the captain now i don't want it um in the (laughs) specific situation that you've offered it up what i'm saying liana is that i'm you know i'm competitive you know i'm competitive yeah i know you're competitive i know i'm not gonna be like i'm not gonna be just like riding a cloud on the race i'm trying to win a race all right. Well, we'll find out in this hypothetical world in which we do the amazing race. Slash the I amazing think race actually gets renewed slash comes back. It's <laughs> getting more and more likely that we would apply is what I would feel like. All right. Um, well, let's work on it. Look, we got some holiday time coming up. We're not seeing anybody. Let's film our amazing race tape. Okay. Okay. Fine. Cool. Fine. It's happening. Okay. Fine. Cool. Fine. Um, all right. Next question. Next question is somewhat tangential. Edmo says, would you play a live reality game? They're all live. Well, no. So there's there's <laughs> ORGs. There's LRGs. ORGs are online reality games. And then okay. LRGs are t- technically online reality games played in person. Right? Oh, in person. Because we right. played so, sequester that one time, remember? Right. But this is this would be more of a, would you do the live sequester? Like, would you do a live in person game? Do we get to play together or are we playing separately? I mean, do you, I answer both. Uh, does it change your answer? <laughs> is one over the other? Yeah, I think, well, I, uh, bo- I mean, both. I, th- I guess yes to mm-hmm. both. I would, I would be open to playing 
to playing one. I think it would be a fun experience. I think, of course, when you're someone who comments on these types of shows, you feel nervous that, well, if I don't do well, then I'm I, who am I to to be able to give commentary? You would mm-hmm. lose that credibility. But I think I would take the approach that I'm there to have fun and I'm there to make great TV, because I think at the end of the day, a lot of these reality TV shows, well, at the end of the day, they are products to be consumed as entertainment. Yeah. And so remembering that is the focus, you can't really fail unless you're boring, but you know, right. <laughs> like uh, as long as you are there to make jokes and, and have a good time, then you're going to be fun so that you can't really fail that way. Yeah. I, um, would also agree with you there. I feel like I definitely did think of these things as, oh my God, I have to do well. I gotta like put my money where my mouth is, et cetera, et cetera. I think especially this year, I feel more like comfortable with where I'm at and what my perception is and what I'm capable of. Like I'm more assured of, I know what I'm talking about, I guess, than ever before. So the the result doesn't matter as much or like will not bother me as much, but I would definitely want to have fun doing it. Right? right. So it's like, I'm going to still be a stress ball. I'm still going to like be competitive and want to win, but also I'm there to bring the, bring the heat and right. have fun with it. Yeah. And I mean, I failed at so many things in my life from work to relationships to other everything like just throw it in the giant pile of things I failed at you learn to move on from it and learn to just appreciate the experience for what it is which is why if we went on the amazing race and yes I might be super intense but if we lost it's just another experience that we get to have yes I am gonna smell the freaking flowers I just smell them in my own way I'm the best flower smeller there is that's that's how you do it exactly like it's like oh i'll i'll do the chill thing but i'm gonna be so good we the best at being the chill i'm gonna be be so chill dude you don't even know but i got i got bubble bath for days you're like oh i'm no i'm the best bubble bath collector like you (laughs) you do the chill things and then you make them competitive (laughs) it's not a competition but i'm winning I can hear you clapping both in the other room and over here. So that's how that's how chill you're being right now. Dude, I am super chill. Remember when you were like you were really high strung and I was like, me? <laughs> yep. That was this morning. That was in 20, 30 minutes before we podcasted. I am not high strung. I am so chill. Chill like yeah. ice cubes, baby. Chill like ice cubes. Um not no chill like the ice cube okay like the dancer um, on the mess dancer ice cube <laughs> not that one but that's a fair point there is an ice cube on the season oh, um man. yeah so the answer to that question yes <laughs> the answer is yes okay um and then i got two more questions for you let me just check if there's another question i think there's just two left that i've pulled here uh yes i've pulled two questions for you so one question is Mike Bloom, my own premises, Mike Bloom. You want to do the 40-yard dash in high heels or nah? <laughs> what do you think of this? Um, okay, so this so is, yeah, this is a someone's seen, Yeah, if someone's seen The Amazing Race this week, they would know that there was a, um, one of the points in the race they had to put on heels and do a quick lap. So that was the thing that happened. That's why this is coming up. Um, and then if you're figuring out what is Mike Bloom talking about, what is this race? Um, there was a bet that happened on a podcast known as Robin Akiva Nita podcast, AKA Renap, where they put a wager on who would win in a race, Puya or Mike Bloom. And Akiva took the Puya side. 
And Rob took the Mike Bloom side. And now this race is going to happen at some point. And Mike Bloom is asking, do we want to put heels on it? Mm-hmm. Right. So first of all, in the Amazing Race episode, they were very chunky heels. So yeah, not not also a little kitten heel, not a big heel. Okay, maybe like two inches or so. So okay, not true kitten heel, but still, you you get what I'm saying. We're not talking stilettos here, baby. Those I think you guys would be fine at. We just have to find mm-hmm. the ones that fit your size foot. That would be the biggest issue. Right. Right. Um, I think. I mean, I genuinely, if I'm being honest, I think that I would fare very well in the chunky heel race. Obviously, if it's stilettos, I'm going to break my ankle. Um, yeah. That's the well, I mean, there, there are places where drag queens order shoes, right? So we can definitely yeah. get you a pair. Well, as long I'm as a, wide enough. Yeah, I'm a because uh, I walk on my toes, tiptoes. I have for a long time, not on purpose. It's just the way I walked. And I know that I'm why like, you trip so much. Probably, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm toes first, heels second. It's not the other way around. <laughs> I think it's gotten better over the years, but um yeah. Okay, yeah. well when we go on the amazing race and there's a toe walking um oh, challenge. Done. We'll, we'll I'm that. taking that. Yeah. I'm taking that. I, I do think that our strengths to go back to that, Liana, is that <laughs> you and I have distinct things that we we could pull off on roadblocks. So like I think if we can if we can guess them correctly, we'll be fine in the roadblocks too. Okay, well, what what are you good at? What's your skill set? I think all the animal roadblocks are you. I think that's yeah, animals happening. and heights. That's me, right? That's what we decided. Uh, I mean, I if the heights are just leap, I'm fine to do it. Um, mm-hmm. I think I could be fine with that. I think if there's any food food stuff, I think that's me. Um, yeah, that's right. Real. Yeah, yeah, all food stuff is department. you, especially if it's if it's spicy. Oh my god, imagine uh, the time when I ate that slice of pizza with a jalapeno on it and it really hurt. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so funny. Liana makes the win. Liana eats something spicy. You can see it in her face because it's not like a panic. It's more of a sad, like I'm about to cry sad of like, I didn't know. It's like when a kid like touches the stove and then like has that like moment of like, oh, I'm not like hurt. I'm just crying because I fucked up um goofed oh my god I I don't know what's happening this morning I need to censor that as well um Fine. sorry but yeah um Liana I I'm sorry about that I ordered pizza I forgot that she likes but she can do banana peppers and not jalapenos banana peppers which, aren't spicy jalapenos are spicy I know but they look the same they don't look the same they're different colors they kind of look the same hmm at least a little bit, they gotta look the same. in shape. Yes, I, I agree. Fine, yes, fine. Anyway, yes, it's quite sad. All right, quite sad. Yeah, so, um, Mike, I, the ball's in your court. If you want to do that, I'm fine. If you want to do both, I'm fine with that as well. Um, All right, let's just make sure our health care is up to date before you go break a freaking ankle. I am not gonna ankle. break an ankle, I'm gonna break a heart, I'm gonna break Mike's heart when he loses. Okay. Memorial Day. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we've we we talked about when everything when the when the clouds clear, we can discuss it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and set it up. Okay. I and think like the latest date they gave you was Memorial Day. Well, I feel if like we don't do it by Memorial Day. Then we t- we time it. If I remember the Renato oh, I see, I see. Okay. So you okay. have until Memorial Day to do it in person. If not, then we have to do a taping. Is that in February? No, it's in May. So, May. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Okay, no, I think that's probably going to be doable then. Memorial Day 2021. Yeah, okay. So, Liana, okay, last yeah. question of the okay. podcast. Yep, yep. Um, 
Sarah asks, can we get your love story Hallmark holiday season movie style? Um, this is completely in your court because I don't know what that means. And also, I've never seen a Hallmark holiday movie. You've never seen any holiday movie from Hallmark? I don't think Do I have. Do you think a Calafiore movie made it to Hallmark? The no. Candace Payne one? No. no. I don't think so? No. Definitely okay, not. so first of all, you're not white enough, I think, to play the main lead in a Hallmark holiday movie. Well, that feels fair, but hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, I'm looking. So I, I googled Hallmark holiday movies. You are right. I definitely do not fit the poster on any of these movies. Yeah, I don't think I'm white enough. I mean, I'm 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 pretty white, so I think I might be OK. I don't think I'm I'm obviously not attractive enough. Okay, to well, the question was. Can we get the story holiday movie style? So you got to do that. Ooh. Well, we got to have some. What's our meet cute? I mean, that's the most important part, right? Of the holiday movie is there's got to be some like cute way in which they meet. Right. Meet cute. Uh, like, I guess we met through a competition. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So it starts definitely because we were competitors, I think. Right. And so. uh, I'm not clutch. That's why we were in a competition. You literally met me as a competitive person. Oh my God, I'm getting there. Okay. But but that's because (laughs) our relationship didn't start in the competition. It started like much after. So it like the timing is, is, is doesn't exactly make sense, but it's a movie. So it's a movie adaptation. Okay. So first of all, we're going to call this, um, uh, it's gotta be something with like ice or winter or like, I feel like that's what all the titles are called. Um. Uh. Ho- uh. Oh, because uh. Let's see. Um. Shoot. L- like. Like. Love online. Like love. There's a pun here. Is there? No, there's not. Okay, fine. So our. Ho- this is really bad. Why? Why are you making me do this? I. You didn't give me this question beforehand. I could have actually thought of something that was particularly creative. Uh, you are all about the holiday the season and you love, you uh, love for, oh, wow. holidays. I'm all so. about the holiday season. I told you I'm the biggest Grinch when it comes to the holidays. The only reason to like you Christmas decorations, you are literally doing work to create more work for yourself because not only well, do you have then, to put them up, then you also have to take them down. Can you explain why we have Christmas decorations put up then? <laughs> <laughs> because I realized I like holiday decorations. I usually there just get you the go. experience that where other people do the decorations. I just get to see them. But unfortunately, we don't get to go anywhere because of holidays and Christmas and COVID. And so we're here. So yes, I did put up some holiday decorations. And they're all Swedish. That <laughs> were all gifts. It's just nothing but Yule box and snowballs. <sighs> you can watch this movie on a Hallmark at some point. Oh, is that what's going to be called? Yule box and snowballs. A love yeah. story. <laughs> it's my Swedish decorations. Okay, so I think it, it opens with us being competitors, and of course we're like mad at each other, like angry. But of course, you know, it's one of those things where it's a th- essentially just a thinly veiled sexual tension, where we actually are into each other. But you know, like when a when a young uh, uh, kid pulls another kid's hair, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm teasing you, but we're actually. And then through some circumstance, we have to get stranded together, I think. And so we're enemies, but we're, you know, enemies, right? But we're stranded together and then we end up bonding and then we fall in love. And then it's Yule Box and Snowballs. You're welcome. The end. Uh, Yeah, that movie would go straight to VHS. 
think a lot. Of, I mean, a lot get, of it goes straight to Hallmark, right? No, so. don't get it wrong. Don't get it wrong. Let me make it clear. Yes, I meant in 2020, that movie would go straight to VHS only, not DVD. I don't think I interpreted the question correctly. <laughs> I don't think so at all. I think it was just supposed to be our story um, explained I I with a little bit of a Hallmark twist on it. And, and you decided to parody it. <laughs> yeah, but our story's not Hallmark. Is it? I think it's a pretty magical okay, story. We'll How do. dare we'll you? Do, we will. Well, then you tell it. Once upon a time. <laughs> oh, okay. So this genie showed up and said, you're out of time. Put everyone out of their misery. Stop with stop this, please. So we have to, we'll save it for the next sing song holiday spectacular on season five. How about that? This is a terrible podcast. <laughs> this is how dare you. This is amazing. Sure. This is better than the Liana positive sure. affirmations. Liana. We just went. This is why you would not fare well on the Amazing Race. I feel like Robin and Kiva. Do people like this? Do people want this? Like you're the type of team we pull up to the mat second, and you're like, ugh. It's like we're second. It's a good place to be. I I don't like these assumptions that you're making. I know you're for assuming a fact, that I'm not. Clutch. I know for a fact you can't drive a car. Whereas you don't know no, for you a don't. If I if I have to get behind the wheel right now, I think I'd do okay. You don't have a license. They're not going to let you drive in a foreign country. I know. Tangibly right now, I get it. <laughs> Legally, I get it. But what I'm saying is, in a moment of clutch, I am capable. Okay, yes. If there was a... Okay, if we... I'm driving and there was an accident, could you physically get behind the wheel and drive me to a hospital? Probably. Yes, in a moment of clutch. But I'm saying that within the confines of the amazing race, like you said, legally, it can't happen. Yes, at the moment. But, at the moment. but like, again, so then like... give me the benefit of the doubt that I will be chill when we come in second place out of 18. I feel like when you are, you know, rooting for your kid and you're like, you are going to be going to university and you're going to do A, B, C, and D. That kid, yes, in grade three, is not at a university level. So it's like, are you going to say, hey, kid, well, technically you don't have the facilities to be in university, so I can't say and wish these things about you. Okay, well, this analogy makes no sense. I'm amazing, and I know that I'm amazing, and I will be very chill on the amazing race. So chill. You don't even, you don't even know how chill I'm going to be, because I'm going to be so chill. And I'm going to crush it, just like I crush everything else in life, except for all chill, the amount of stuff I failed at. Yeah, I don't, Okay, Chillery Clinton. That's right. Chilling in Cedar Rapids, baby. Okay, all right. We have come to the end. Oh my God! Wait, of... can I tell you a story? Okay, so oh. I was in this meeting with. Um, so I I work for the RNA Society. I'm part of the Junior RNA Scientists. We're like organizing, um, these events, whatever. Anyway, so um, Gene, uh, not important. He's a faculty member at UCSD. He explained FOMO to us. He was like, "Have you heard of this term, FOMO?" <laughs> you know, the fear of missing out. And it's, it was just so funny to hear him explain FOMO. And then he also said cool beans. And so now I've decided oh, that every podcast is cool beans and that's how chill I'm going to be. Cool beans. No FOMO here, baby. Cool beans. Using dated references willingly. Uh, tell me it's Gene. <laughs> don't put Gene. Don't bring Gene, don't into, this. Gene into this. What did Gene do to you? <laughs> yeah, he, she thought he was doing you a favor, and you are mocking him. 
I mean, he's an amazing scientist. So, you know, you got to have your faults somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, cool. The only fault so, yeah. we have, the only fault I feel is in our stars. This, this podcast is over. No, this podcast is done. And we have one more left in the chamber next week. We'll talk all about the finale of The Masked Singer. And uh, I'm excited. Call your shot right now. Who's winning? The sun. Okay, I'm going to be. Can we do head, heart, gut? I love that. Okay, so I think my brain, my Wait, head. Can I answer if we can do? What if I said no? Okay, well, that's not very chill of you. <laughs> Don't even try to have a chill off with me. I am the chill one in this relationship. I am the chill one in this relationship. That's nonsense. I am told you. If brain, you were chill, Denali, if you were chill, so you chill. would. And if you were chill, you would be okay with me telling you right now that the cupboard behind me is open. I'm totally cool with that. Climbing up Mount Rainier, up at the top. Chilly, baby. Top of those 14ers. I'm so chill. Northwest Territories, baby. Chill, 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 chill. If you realize there's a diminishing return after you've said chill more than twice, you are officially not chill anymore. Uh, No. Yeah, you are malfunctioning. So <laughs> that's how chill I am. I like don't even care, bro. It's fine. It's cool. It's chill. It's fine. All right, uh, fine. You can do head, heart, gut. Okay. Yes. So head. I think that the sun is going to win. My gut is also telling me that the sun is going to win. My heart kind of wants a crocodile to win, just because of the Backstreet Backstreet Boys <laughs> fan in me. So that's what I'm going to go with with heart. I'm going to go crocodile for heart and then head, gut, say sun. Okay. Um, I'm going to copy your answer and say the same. <sighs> Not very chill of you, bro. <laughs> Liana, relax. I am. I'm, I told you I'm the most relaxed. I have a candle lit. <laughs> home and home is where the candle is lit. And so am I. Okay. So Liana, where can people find you? What do you have? What are you, are you laughing? Are you mocking me? I'm not, no, I'm not laughing. I'm just sitting here eating some Dairy Queen, chilling it up. <laughs> I'm so chill. I made chili. <laughs> I'm happy you make yourself laugh sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I'm the only heart I'm going to have for life. So I got to enjoy me. Uh, anyway Liana, where can people find you and what projects do you have you can find me on twitter at liana r-h-a-p just tweeting up some tweeting up a chill storm and uh i'm gonna be podcasting about the drag race season that's coming up that's right drag race season 13 is a back uh shocking i think a lot of people it just sort of appeared out of nowhere the season is premiering the first of the year so january 1st Amon, i know i know i watched all the meet the queen videos this morning so so excited for the season there's a lot of really amazing talent and beth Amon and I will be covering that season. So I think we're going to do a preview podcast and that'll be recorded at some point, definitely before the season starts on January 1st. So the mass Singer may be ending, but my podcasting will not be ending. Assuming Lovely. we don't cover the mass together. I mean, I think we're going to at least talk about it once, maybe one. twice, but okay. we'll see. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like, you know, this could very well end up being like January of 2019, where you watched one episode of The Masked Singer and you fell in love with it. So who knows? I did. Who knows? I really did. I really did. Yeah. 
I'm very excited though with the with the drag race. I, I also did not think it was. I mean, happening. It's what three weeks away. Like that's that's wild. I mean, that's the thing is that we knew they had recorded the season. We knew they had mm-hmm. recorded season thirteen and the next All Stars season, but we thought maybe All Stars was going to come first, and so oh maybe that was going to be in January, February, and then follow that up with thir- season thirteen. But it seems like we're getting the same pattern as last season, where we're doing the OG Drag Race first and then All Stars after potentially mm-hmm. but i don't know see january 1st check it out we shall see i can be found on social media on twitter instagram twitch youtube it's preism on all of those platforms and i will continue once the mass singer is done we'll continue to talk about 90 day fiance i have a co-host in rob sesternino talking all about season eight this Tom Rounds. I'm very excited about that. You can find that over on robswebsite.com. Can I? Can I? Can I? Rob has website.com slash 90 day fiance. Okay. Yeah. I know I cut you off, but that's because I wanted to, I wanted to put in my thoughts. I think you guys are doing a really great job. I'm so excited to hear all of Rob's thoughts on the 90 day franchise this is going to be his first time covering a season in full he's done episodes here and there i think he's in for quite the wild ride the hot mess express as you guys like to say and uh, it's gonna be a great a grand old time if you're not watching 90 day fiance i highly 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 recommend it um, you know, at least watch an episode. If if that's your kind of thing, I think you'll stick with it. I know a lot of people have started watching it and all like are now obsessed, especially during quarantine. A ton of people found the show. So the fact that Rob is going to be covering it, I think is just the cherry on top to a super, you know, chill podcasting experience. I appreciate the endorsement, Liana. Thank you. And I would like to reiterate just real quick. The more you say chill, the less chill you become. <laughs> I just, you know. don't know. What uh, about. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm very it's been it's been exciting so far. One episode out. I'm very happy and I can't wait to see where we go from here. And then I will be continuing to talk about the mass singer once it's done. We'll go to the mass dance. We'll give that a shot. We'll see how that goes. And I will be streaming on Twitch three times a week. Guaranteed twitch.tv slash Puyaism for all of that fun stuff there. Now, as far as the vault train, not the hot mess express, but the vault train, it's shut, it's closed. There were no vault guesses for you this week. We'll reveal our final three next week when we see the sun take the crown. Until then, take care, have a good one, and remember the more times you say chill, you are <laughs> becoming less and less chill. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-ch- 
Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.